You are listening to the Stop Go Stop podcast. My name is John Wenzel. This week on the program, magic, fantasy football, myth, and Norm Chomsky. An audio collage entitled, It's Been Known. This is the second in an ongoing series of mixed programs where I mine the internet for interviews, and in this case, a drum solo. Pair them with field recordings and some old-fashioned digital signal processing. Stop Go Stop is an experimental podcast dedicated to expanding the possibilities of RSS-based audio distribution. Subscribe to the feed by searching for my last name, Wanzel, W-A-N-Z-E-L, in iTunes or other podcast providers. Now, streaming from your pocket, Stop Go Stop is proud to present It's Been Known. This is going to be non-linear, meaning... Instead of one, two, three, we have ABC that can be tackled in any order the players decide. There will be consequences, however, uh, in the order that choose. There are two kinds of people in business today, the quick and the dead. So rather than waste your time this semester with a lot of useless theories, we're going to jump right in with both feet and create a fictional company from the ground up. We'll construct our physical plant We'll set up an efficient administrative and executive structure, then we'll manufacture our product and market it. I think you'll find it very interesting and a lot of fun. So let's start by looking at construction costs of our new factory. Uh, What's the product? That is immaterial for the purposes of our discussion here, but if it makes you happy, let's say we're making tape recorders. Tape recorders? Are you kidding? The Japs will kill us on a labor course. Okay, fine. Then let's just say they're widgets. A part of it as well. But we all have a subconscious. And by understanding your subconscious, if you do not understand your subconscious, it's basically the thing that that manifests in your reality. It basically changes your, uh, what you want to manifest, the way you see yourself, based on your experiences or based by what it takes in through your everyday life. So this is why when you have a lot of people talking about affirmations or mantra, or particularly when they talk about um, positive thinking, what they're trying to do is basically trying to program their subconscious mind and override their subconscious mind because the end, what, because it's not associated with time and space. And because it just basically listens to what you say in present moment, it, it can go ahead and manifest. But at the same time, you have to realize that the subconscious also can be programmed and also could have other people go ahead and maybe even give you some suggestions or what they can call um, give you hints. <laughs> well, no, you see, you're uh, assuming that the costume has a great deal to do with it. It doesn't really. I have never used my sleeves as a magician, and I'm 82 years of age. I started when I was about 12. I'll let you do the subtraction. I have never used my sleeves. Uh, I've used certain pockets and uh, various harnesses that work very well. But uh, I have seen magicians, particularly as I say... So this is what happens also when you're dealing with telepathic communication. What happens is when people think of telepathic communication, a lot of times people think that I can hear your thoughts in my head. But usually what telepathic communication is, is you're able to tap into that super um, consciousness network and you can go ahead and tap into someone else's consciousness at will, where we all kind of just have access to each other's basically um, 
memory bank. And what happens is if someone's thinking of you or someone's sending images or, or they're thinking bad or just they're going over... Case after case of uh, uh, poison, destruction, and so on has this property. The same is true with what you began with, Apocalypse Soon, which was not my phrase, it was Robert McNamara's uh, sober, serious analyst warned of Apocalypse Soon. It is correct. We know, see, unlike climate change, which we may be past the point where we can solve it, or maybe mitigate it, but something bad's going to happen. In the case of nuclear war, which is far more dangerous, I mean, that terminates the species, uh, we know what to do, how to solve it. I mean, it's not a mystery. The solution is understood. But it's just not interesting. So uh, we'll, we'll take the chance of, uh, serious chance of apocalypse soon, or uh, Armageddon of our own making, as Senator Sam Nunn put it, because uh, uh, it's more important to be able to shake our fist at people. And also, something I'm going to do for all of these is have a contact point. Uh, this one is Ranger Valen, is his name. And these are all people that the king has said partly to watch over the party and say, hey, make sure they don't you know, mess around here. What's a widget? It's a fictional product. It doesn't matter. What does it matter? Tell that to the bank, take you know. Take it easy, take it easy. It's the first day, you know. On the board. You will see a cost analysis for construction of a 30,000 square foot facility, which will encompass both factory and office space, and is fully serviced by all utilities, a railroad spur line, and a four-bay shipping dock. Oh, the whole a wide bill. Hey, you're better off leasing it a buck and a quarter, a buck and a half a square foot. Take it down payment and put it into CDs, or something else you can roll over every couple of months. Thank you, Mr. Mellon. But we'll be concentrating on finance a little later in the term. For the time being, let's just concentrate on the construction figures, shall we? You will see the final bottom line. And the triad. And in this case, the point person will be Druidus Sun Whisper. Very exactly with a uh, box of Kleenex here by a strange and somewhat contrived coincidence. <laughs> now, uh, uh, simple bits of sleight of hand. Uh, certainly women can do these as well as men can do them. In fact, if not as well, even better. In some cases, I have another one here that looks exactly the same. Now, I, I will try to fool you with a trick here, all right? Uh, come in just a little closer. I want to make sure that you see this, all right? Now, um, could, could I put my hand over the microphone? Yes. All right. Now, I'm going to place this in one hand or the other. And the interesting thing about this is that the audience out there will know how this is done, and you won't. This normally beautiful, uh, exquisite tree that, that sort of even yields starlight uh, has now fallen under the darkness. And uh, my envision for this encounter is to have their, their sort of main choices are to go beneath the roots. It's a huge tree, so something like Deku Tree kind of thing uh, from Zelda. Or, I, you don't have to have it all made up, just, just pitching your initial ideas. It's a corrupted tree, the dryad has also been corrupted from it. If they kill the dryad, they kill the tree, they need to find a way to restore the tree. Corrupted tree so it requires the factoring in of not just the material and construction costs, but also the architect's fees, 
and the costs of land servicing. Oh, you left out a bunch of stuff. Oh, really? Like what, for instance? Well, first of all, you're going to have to grease the local politicians for the sudden zoning problems that always come up. Then there's the kickbacks to the carpenters. And if you plan on using any cement in this building, I'm sure the team should like to have a little chat with you. And that'll cost you. Oh, and don't forget a little something for the building inspectors. Then there's a long-term cost, such as waste disposal. I don't know if you're familiar with who runs that business, but I assure you it's not the Boy Scouts. That'll be quite enough, Mr. Mellon. Maybe bribes and kickbacks and mafia payoffs are how you do business. But they are not part of the legitimate business world. And they're certainly not part of anything I'm teaching in this class. Do I make myself clear? Sorry, just trying to help, that's all. Now, notwithstanding Mr. Mellon's input, the next question for us is where to build our factory. How about Fantasyland? <laughs> Myth is a type of speech chosen by history, and speech is defined as a kind of message. When we speak of speech, we are describing the representational aspect of speech, not oral. For example, photography, cinema, sports, shows, and publicity. Martez writes, One can reason about them while discounting their substance. Meaning, you can think and understand it without really knowing what it actually is. Myth is better understood once in a semiological system. These are all sciences dealing with values. Mythology is both semiology or formal science, same as ideology as it is with historical science. This idea begins to study the ideas in form. Now, like I said, a basic, a basic magic ritual would just be the name, picture, location. If you want something a little bit more intense, that's when it comes a little bit more into physical contact. Now, when you get something like a physical contact, it's either like you can either get like maybe some of the clothes that they wore, or you can also just get someone to talk to you on the phone, or you send them a picture, or there's some type of change when there's an acknowledgement of, of each other as opposed to just not showing yourself. That kind of takes a little bit longer. That takes that's a little bit stronger because you're initiating a process. This can also happen if someone's doing a love spell on you. Uh, if you don't really understand your subconscious and you really don't understand your thought process and you really don't understand that sometimes your thoughts are not your own, sometimes We will begin to describe the French cover magazine by using the semiological method. The cover of the magazine is a black man in uniform saluting. What does this picture signify to a person? France is a great empire. It does not discriminate. They serve under the flag as a whole. The signifier becomes a black soldier saluting the Destroy or whatever solution they come up with, but the way you're going to 
area, he still is able to use it to use party references. You can utilize this uh, once you, you know, sort of appease the king, our, our ma ma magic smiths, or wizards, can imbue this into a he talks about this is the spirit of virtue, that we plus two charisma. This is the spirit of wisdom for those sorts of things. And he can even add a little bit of layers to this is from this soul kind of thing. Secret, but most of it was known. 50 years. Uh, take uh, tobacco. Uh, well, it's, it's never been technically uh, criminalized, but there are now measures, administrative measures, which make it difficult for children to smoke. It's been known for decades that uh, tobacco is far more lethal than hard drugs, incomparably more lethal. But uh, the major corporations and the media, which go along with them, have uh, held it back. Now, take say Europe. I read recently in an article of a book by Hugh O'Shaughnessy, a British journalist, that uh, uh, the European Union subsidy for tobacco industries is greater than the amount of money the European Union provides for alternative crops for people growing coca. That's supposed to be one of the ways to stop drug production, provide them with alternative crops. They get less money for that than the British 
uh, tobacco companies and the others get for poisoning people at a level far beyond that of hard drugs. Well, you know, those are the short-term calculations of uh, people whose institutional role is to maximize profit, market share, and power. Whatever they may think, uh, you know, move outside, they may be the nicest people in the world. And I, I remember once when uh, 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 the butcher of Lyon was captured, Klaus Barbie, uh, finally captured, and uh, he had worked for the Nazis, and then the Americans picked him up. He was doing exactly the same work for the Americans, and they finally spirited him off to Latin America. It was kind of embarrassing. But he was finally picked up, and he was taken to France. He was going to be tried. And I happened to be listening to the, uh, I think it was probably National Public Radio, had an interview with his daughter. Uh, she said she didn't believe any of the charges against him because he was the nicest father in the world, and he was very loving, and took care of everybody, and a sweet guy, and so on, which I think is probably perfectly true. Uh, you can be one thing at home, and you can be something else in an institutional role. You can be destroying the world in your institutional role, consciously, and loving your children at home. Ordinary and not normal. Here's where the concept signifier, signified, comes into play. Why would such a person think do such a painful sacrifice? Why would Buddhist monks kill themselves even in the name of protesting religion and political oppression? Isn't, isn't one's life still precious? Although some believe the main reason for this incident was mainly the protests during the Vietnam War, there are more political aspects at hand. The protest was in part against Catholics and purely political. Buddhists did not see it as suicide. A dying monk was not losing anything because they did not believe death brought them non-existence. Some believed in reincarnation. They were not destroying themselves. It was self-sacrifice for the sake of others. The concept is very deep painful, but it is... Soul Tender Taibos would gather some of the lingering essence of the wraiths of the specters and distill them into um, basically plus two stat bonus things that they could put into items. They're level four, just about level four of the party, and this is about the time we should start getting. Uh, they should have about you know, the plus two gloves of strength or so old, sentimental. Um, does it give this place a feeling of, of permanence or of timelessness? Right? So but it's actually kind of is, rooted here. It's been here for like a long time, but it really hasn't. It looks very so kind of artisanal. Somebody in their backyard, right, or some kind of rustic, you know, uh, firing kiln made this brick. So this is stop number one. When you have a subconscious mind, of our myth tour of Miss Hart. Because we talk about the motivation of this myth, I'll totally destroy your paper. Well, I'll actually answer your paper for you. You'd be like, oh, Professor Harding said the motivation for this myth is X. Therefore, the motivation for the myth in Blue Box Square must be the same thing. You're going to walk into the science. And I don't want to do that to you. 
a lot of times people can tell you information so they can use signals without right understanding here. that. Okay? And so you look at basically the facades of this, you know, the storefronts, right? It's fairly like 1940s, 1950s, 1960s. Here we have kind of CVS Pharmacy, Art Deco, concrete fronts. Um, over here they put the columns in, it's brickwork. And then they, you can see the brick in the back, they just could have stuck on top of it. It looks very kind of organic, right? Like this belongs here. However, this building over here, this large brick building, three stories, um, where does this building come from? What's up? What? what? Maybe London? Why would you say that? It looks kind of foreign. Well, we have the ironwork, the, 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 mock, the mock balconies. Um, actually, we'd probably see something like this in Paris. Uh, it's got the mansard roof. It's got up there in the top and the little turrets up there. That's obviously where all the starving artists live. Yes, and there's the, the mock balconies where the prince comes out and addresses the crowd. I mean, think about it. This is, this is, but here it is in the village or the town of West Hartford. So again, we have this mythic right, quality going on. This architecture is speaking to us. It is saying something about this town, about this street. What exactly is it saying? What is its motivation? What is it trying to communicate? I will not tell you. But I am pointing out, as we go along, the various um, myths that the architecture is saying to us. This, straight ahead, I'm not getting anything. It doesn't, myth has to borrow from a history. This is indigenous, right? This is, this belongs to this area. It's grown up organically, you know, through the, through the energy. Usually, when you're picking up someone else's energy, this, of course, has not. It's been borrowed from somewhere else. Our mock Tudor Swiss chalet has been borrowed from somewhere else, from some other time period. It's taking a history, right, an ethnic or organic history, and it's turning it into a type of speech. It's saying something quite naturally, but in order to say the thing that it's saying, it has to borrow someone or something else's history to do it. You see, you understand that? So this it's is myth in action. It's not going to sound like their consciousness in your head. It's really going to sound like you and your everyday thought process that just happens to think about Let's just look at this else. storefront. Like the prime example is when someone perplexing. Said, I was just thinking about you. It's perplexing. You, you think about that person. Now, Zeal, what do you think? So Where would we find this kind of architecture? What is it reminiscent of? Psychics. They always like
you want to go ahead and do this concept, uh, I highly recommend people to do mental alchemy, and that's when you know I do deal with tarot cards because yeah. that actually helps um, with your mental. Guys, alchemy. we need to keep her. So Check well, her Courtois. I think. Maybe Chelsea will concede less goals right, than Arsenal. Yeah. Okay, yeah. let's go Courtois. We've got to keep her excellent. We're off. Okay. We're actually on the move. <laughs> We've got one player of 15, and it's only taken about 10 minutes. I think we should start with our attack because that's going to be yeah. our big money, isn't it? Sergio. Let's go with our three players. Be. Yeah, let's go with our three players. Good shot. Right, so we're going to go Sergio. Sergio. Kane is 9.5. Uh, Rooney's 10.5. Rooney. Can we pick a United She's player? Kane over Rooney. That's a very good point. By a mile. Chappie, we may not. City want TV to. FC. With Rooney up front. We've got Aguero and Kane. How much is Sterling? Let's, right, we've got Aguero um, and Sterling from us. I'm Silva. Silva does brilliantly. Right, we've got one, two, three, four, five, six out of the possible 15 mm -hmm. at the moment, guys. We need to crack on. We need to decide our formation. Who wants a 3 5 2 or who would prefer a 4 4 2? Response to Roman numeral 27, section 3, part 2 of subset D of the question. The answer is. Mr. Mellon. <laughs> Mr. Mellon? Hey, 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 relax. This man's been put under a lot of pressure here. Let's take it easy on it. The answer is four.
you have been listening to It's Been Known, episode 37 of the Stop Go Stop podcast. This week's program mixed together samples from Back to School, an interview with Norm Chomsky, the drum solo from Moby Dick, and a bit of magic and myth thrown in for good measure. The program was produced by myself, John Wenzel. Feel free to follow me on Twitter, at John Wenzel, or visit the website, stopgostop.com, where you'll find more episodes of the podcast. Thank you for downloading. Hold it. That's it. I can't take it no more. I feel like I just gave birth to an accountant. Wait a minute, Jordan. Do you remember when we discussed the Dylan Thomas poem? Do not go gentle into that good night. I don't know. No. Maybe. Thornton, think. What's going on here? Philip, relax. It's my turn. Do you remember it? Do not go gentle into... into... Into that good night. Old age should burn in rage at at close of day. Rage, rage against the dying of the light. Wild men who caught and sang the sun in flight and learned too late. They grieved it on its way. Do not go gentle into that good night. Brave men, near death who see with blinding sight. Blind eyes could blaze like meteors and be gay. Rage, rage against the dying of the light. And you, my father, there in the sad height, curse, bless me now with your fierce tears, I pray. Do not go gentle to that good night. Rage, rage against the dying of the light.